Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are visiting with our friends from Central Lakes College. Our guests today include Hera Charlier. She is the president of Central Lakes College. And Paul Primesberger. Paul is the dean of enrollment management and student success. Folks, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks so much. We're happy to be here. Good morning. This, this is so fun to have you here. Uh, Hera, I know you've been here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we want to talk about Central Lakes College because I've always felt it's a huge asset to our community. And I know you feel the same way. I do, absolutely, and we appreciate you having us. You know, We take very seriously our commitment to the community and are really privileged to do this work. We have amazing students, amazing faculty and staff, and plenty to talk about, so we're really happy to be here. Yeah, and I can say personally, uh, not only did I uh, complete a two-year degree there, but mm-hmm. my uh, kids have gone there to start their four-year degrees, mm-hmm. and it's, like I say, it's an asset for those seeking uh, that post-secondary education. That's right. And it is the community's college. There's no question about that. So we appreciate you putting your trust in us and happy to talk to you about some of the cool things happening over at CLC. Well, let's talk about some of those cool things happening Mm because there's – I think a lot that goes on that maybe the the public is not aware of. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's true in any college, no question about it. People think about colleges as just a place where students are sitting in a classroom, you know, looking at these dynamic faculty. Of course, we do have dynamic and wonderful <laughs> faculty. Of but a college takes a whole lot more than just what's happening in the classroom. So mm-hmm. one of the big foci that we've had going on is about student success and how we make sure that students have everything they need to be successful both in the classroom and out because they come to us as whole people with challenges and goals and we've got lots of things in place to make sure that they reach those goals. Yeah. Paul, it's in your title, uh, Student Success. That's right, it is. And and Hera's right on that uh, students are more than just those uh, students in the classroom. Of course, that's their main focus, but uh, many of our students have a lot of other things going on in their life, and uh, frequently that can uh, make the academic part a challenge. So we do whatever we can to make sure that we support them and so that they can achieve whatever academic goal they set out to achieve. Yeah, and I mentioned my kids going there, but you have a lot of students from out of town, and that means they're quite possibly far away from home and friends. That's correct, yeah. I mean, the majority of our students certainly come from the local area, but we do have a significant number of students who come from maybe the Twin Cities or even farther out than that. And so we do whatever we can to make sure they find the right living uh, arrangements and that they know how to get around town, uh, know where to find food, grocery stores, things of that sort, and make sure that there's a lot of campus activities that keep them engaged with the campus while they're here. Yeah. Let's talk about some of those things. What are some of the things uh, students get involved in outside of the classroom? Yeah, well, we have, I think we have the largest number of, uh, of student groups uh, of, of most two-year colleges in the state. Um, you know, we have the largest and the most active student senate group on, uh, as part of the Minnesota state we system, do. so we're very proud of that. Um, we have, of course, a, a great athletic program, so a lot of students attend our basketball games, our softball games, and football games, volleyball games, and so that's a big asset. We also have a number of theater and arts programs that go on. But we really do have a lot of student clubs, you know, that students can participate in, whether it might be a a fishing club or a hip-hop club or any number of clubs uh, for students so that they can feel connected on campus and start to make some of those relationships that can really help them be successful. 
You know, and across the country, people know that students have these very busy lives, and college is hard. Mm -hmm. So we know that if students feel connected to their college, that they'll be more successful. And students are so different. So we have to have all those different clubs and activities. So if you love poetry, you can do poetry. If you love hip-hop, you can do hip-hop. If you want to debate, we can do that for you, too. So people are really surprised at the number of things going on on campus. But it's extremely important to make sure students can be successful. They have to feel like they belong, yeah. you know, yeah. and they really do. And we do that by making sure that they've got plenty of ways to engage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a good social activity. I know uh, what I remember from my college days was uh, ramen noodles and being very <laughs> yeah. poor. And that's, that's right. probably still true today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It really is. You know, when we talk about this concept of student success and what students need to be successful in the classroom, it's just as important that they have what they need to be successful outside the classroom. Mm-hmm. So we really look at our students as these whole people. And they come with lots of challenges many times. They inspire us tremendously. Mm -hmm. But one example of that is what you just spoke about. Ramen noodles is a big thing. Sure. (laughs) And and they're delicious, of course. So (laughs) we participated in a study last year and it said that 48% of our students had experienced some form of food insecurity. So we're really proud that on both the Brainerd and Staples campuses, We've got great food pantries where students can just come and take what they need. We have fabulous partnerships with America's Second Harvest and Kids Against Hunger. Lots of people donate, and we set this up through Student Life. So they are the ones that administer it, and they're in very public places so that students don't have to go down a back hallway and mm-hmm. ask about it. We just it, There's no shame. It's, look, you, you need you food. Go. There it is. Take it. That's, right. That's really important to us. And last year, we distributed 17,000 pounds of food, oh my and we need even more. So so the public can donate to this absolutely. food shelf, basically. Yeah. In fact, just right before the holidays, Lakes, Lakewood Church did mm-hmm. a big food drive and donated Ooh. over 1,000 pounds of nice. food. So students can't learn if they're hungry. We yeah. know that. So that's just one small example of what people don't think about that our students are dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Cool. I always like it when our ag department, sometimes you'll walk oh. you know, you'll, and they'll have a big bins of onions and oh, and yes. potatoes and corn and yeah. so it's like a mini farmer's market it's so right true. there at CLC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right in the main entrance and it'll say, take whatever you need and there are bags. And students kind of walk around and go, really? Can we just, of course, that's what it's there yeah, for. Those come it. from the Ag and Energy Center where we farm almost 2,000 acres. So yeah. exciting wow. stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about uh, mental health, and I know uh, when you're away from home and at college, that's an issue, too. You can get depressed. I mean, it's there's a lot of work, like you say, and sometimes you, you just feel it's not going well, but I understand you offer help there as well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Paul. You try that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hare has been instrumental in, in this kind of leadership, really raising awareness of uh, mental health, making sure that uh, people know it's okay to talk about and, mm-hmm. and seek resources and support for it if they need it. In fact, I, I believe it's called Make It Okay. Yep. And that's kind of part of a larger area uh, initiative to raise awareness about mental health. Um, we have counselors on campus. We added a, an additional counselor this year so that students can, you know, if they need some, some mental health uh, counseling or they're just having certain challenges and they would like to talk to somebody, uh, we have people on campus to help them. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's really true. You know, in this area, a recent study said that one in four adults struggle with mental illness, mm-hmm. self-reported, one in four. So it really touches so many lives. And then if you look at that adult population on our campuses, they're in this really high stress environment. So we know that our students 
and our employees Mm -hmm. struggle with mental illness. Many of us have. I Mm -hmm. have. So we want that campus, both campuses, Staples and Brainerd, to Mm -hmm. be places that if you're having a struggle, it doesn't matter what it is. There's no judgment. There's no stigma. Mm -hmm. You just have to say, you know, I'm having a hard time. And we make sure that you have what you need to be successful. So lots of students are out there now being trained as advocates about mental illness. And we're training our faculty and staff. And we've jumped on board with the community and the Make It Okay movement and really Mm -hmm proud of this community that they've come together to say this affects all of us Mm -hmm. so i think this is one of some of the most important work that we're going to do on behalf of students yeah pretty cool yep um you know the other part about college that it was always a challenge was registration uh getting signed up for classes and trying to make that schedule work because sometimes you know you work uh in in the area as well and i understand that's become uh an interesting process yeah. there, too. Yeah, you, you know, I'm old enough. You might be old enough, too, or maybe we all are, where we remember <laughs> long lines outside classroom I buildings, remember. right? Yes. Yeah, you had to go register in person, and yeah. then you'd wait 45 minutes in line. You're the third person from the end, and then the class is closed, right? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't have to do that anymore. You know, our registration uh, system is much more streamlined. Uh, we're registering now for we just completed registration sessions for spring, but we'll start registration sessions for fall real quick here. And students can come in and register really at any time if they just kind of walk, walk in, in. They can meet with our advisors, our academic advisors. They can meet with our financial aid people. They can meet with our business office. So we really try to offer that human touch so students can get those questions answered right there. Um, and, of course, students can also register online. Mm-hmm. Many of our students will do that, clcmn.edu, and uh, that's a really easy and streamlined process as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when I went there, I know I was considered a non-traditional student. Do you still have quite a large non-traditional population, too? Yeah, that makes up a significant portion of our of our student body. You know, these are typically students who are older than, you know, they have, they're not just coming right out of high school. Mm-hmm. They've been out in the working world for a little while. Maybe they've been raising a family. And they want to come back for any number of reasons. Sometimes it's to culminate a certificate or a diploma in some area. It might be that they're just interested in kind of reviewing some skills or refreshing some skills that they used to know. Uh, but we really make sure that our non-trad students feel, you know, just as welcome as the mm-hmm. traditional students. And we have a lot of faculty and staff who work with these people, know their situations, and can really make an education at CLC work for them. You know, we also want people to know that they don't have to know a lot to start this process. There are lots of steps, as Paul just Mm -hmm. mentioned, but many of our students don't have a background in higher education. About half of our students are first-generation college students, so they don't have anyone in their family who's gone through this, and that's absolutely fine. They can just walk in and say, I need to talk to someone. I want to start. I don't have any idea how. (laughs) And we really um, specialize, I think, in providing this personalized, caring culture. Mm -hmm. to help students kind of walk through the process. I recently had a student stop me and said, you know, everyone is so friendly here. What's that all about? I mean, they keep saying you're in Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. He was a Minnesotan, but not from this area. He just said, what what is that all about? And, you know, we talked about how everyone on campus just cares so much about Mm -hmm. students. So they don't have to be experts in education. We expect them to have a million questions. Just walk in and say, hmm. 
I'm not sure what I do next, but we'll walk them through, and they're they're not alone in the process at any point. And if for some reason you can't get to campus, we have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can. Our advisors are all equipped to advise students, uh, you know, online or virtually. So, mm-hmm. you know, many of our students, for whatever reason, can't come to campus. Certainly, they should feel free to connect with us in that way, and our advisors are all set up to to advise them in that manner too. Yeah. My neighbor does it that way. Total. Yep. That's Total. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially students who have very busy lives. And yeah. many of our students work often full time, often yeah. more than one job. They have families, they have responsibilities, and mm-hmm. they can't just drop everything and come to campus. Yeah. So we have to provide things like that and um, are proud to do so. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. more and more. Yeah. Um, and do your uh, offerings kind of change? It, that's still a pretty dynamic thing, isn't it, uh, in terms of what you offer? And my second part of that question is I know you've had partnerships in the past with other universities and programs to allow students to maybe pursue even a four-year degree right here in town. Is that still in place? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you're right. Our offerings change based on what our students need, certainly, and what the region needs. There is a core to our offerings. We provide both liberal liberal arts in the area of transfer Mm -hmm. and career and technical education programming. And as a comprehensive community college, we really do both of those things. That's the core. Right. But our programs change all the time. We're tweaking them all the time to make sure they meet community needs. And we're bringing on new programs all the time. So Mm -hmm. in the fall, we were just talking in the lobby about excitement about a culinary program that's coming on board. We have an exercise science program that's coming on. So lots of... a couple of, classes I should take. That's right. <laughs> they go hand in hand, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Exercise science. <laughs> take the first one and then the next one right <laughs> after right. that. Yeah. And you're certainly right that, you know, lots of people who come to the college want to go straight into the workforce, and we will always provide that opportunity, but many want to go on. So they traditionally take our transfer pathway. They're pursuing an associate of arts. And many of them transfer really across the country, but lots stay in Minnesota. And some want to... To move on physically, but others, it's a challenge, you know, because of some of those those constraints we right. just talked about. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited this year to launch the University Center on the Brainerd campus of Central Lakes College, where we have partnerships with, I think, now five universities. Correct. Oh, wow. Can you remember them off the top of your head? Bemidji State, St. Cloud, Moorhead, College South- of State, Scholastica. Southwest and- Minnesota State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actual representatives on our campus. So if students want to transfer, they can talk to a real person right who will there. treat them just yeah. like we would yeah. and make sure they can navigate that. And sure. if they want to pursue that bachelor's degree online mm-hmm. as and they can't leave the area, they can keep using CLC as their home base, keep printing oh, wow. and wow. have have people there to help them. Mm-hmm. So we've really tried to increase access to that four-year pathway for students who choose. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know um, over the years, people talk about four-year degrees, two-year uh, degrees, and two-year programs. And I think of the Staples campus, and you still have, if I'm not mistaken, one of the like most respected heavy equipment programs in the country. There's some really interesting things happening there, too, if someone is just wanting to get into work right away. Oh, yeah. I mean, our career and technical education is really one of the foundations of CLC. And mm-hmm. we have tremendous career and technical education programs on the Staples campus, but also amazing on the Brainerd campus. So you find oh. them on both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Heavy equipment is one. We have diesel. We have all of our nursing programs, our medical assistant programs. Mm-hmm. And here in Brainerd, we've got natural resources. The list just goes on and on. We have about 60 
programs that will allow students to directly enter the workforce now, Ken, 60. It's a lot. So there is something for everyone. And they're not all two years. Some Mm -hmm. are one year. Some are short-term certificates. It just depends on what that job and that career is. And it's our job to make sure they have just what they need to get there. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. Dynamic place, Mm -hmm. to be sure. (laughs) We're lucky. I got to ask about this, too. I heard about random acts of kindness. What's that all about? Yeah, Paul, you want to take this one? This is an exciting one for us. Sure. This is a uh, random acts of kindness is a fund set up through our um, CLC Foundation, and it's meant to offer students who have kind of emergency or or urgent kind of financial needs. It might be that uh, they need to pay rent suddenly or they have a, a, a car bill that has come due or there's a big uh, electric bill or something, and they're unable to pay it. And so this is clearly interfering with their ability to continue at Central Lakes College. Mm-hmm. And so the the generosity of the foundation has set up an account where we can make um, very quick uh, payments to these students so that we can – and we'll, we submit payment right to whatever vendor needs the payment mm-hmm. so they can continue on with their education. Oh, uh, that's we've cool. awarded a number of these. Uh, you know, students obviously very uh, uh, very much appreciate them. We just kind of cut through the red tape, and so they need it quick. We make it so that they can receive that money very quick and help them out. Yep. Yeah, do we, the students come to you then and say, help, I'm, I'm they do. Hurt right. right now. Okay. And yep. they can access those funds by really approaching any employee at the college, and they know oh. exactly where to send them. Mm-hmm. So we recently had a student who's car just needed new rotors and all sorts of things. Kaput, and yeah. While well, we yeah. expect people to plan, there are certain things you can't plan for. Right. And yeah. that's just the yeah. way life is. Oh, yeah. So the student had to have the car fixed and therefore took the money that was going to be used for the mortgage mm-hmm. and gave the car. Mm-hmm. And now we've got a mortgage payment coming yeah. up. So a student like that, because education can't be the most important thing in their lives. I mean, mm-hmm. their families are the most important things in their mm-hmm. lives. They have a really tough decision to make, as Paul said. We don't want them to have to make that decision. Yeah. So they came. We have a very small group that quickly comes together and says, is this something we can help with? Mm-hmm. We do. And for the, in the vast majority of cases, those students stay enrolled. And it's our privilege to be their partners. Awesome. Last year, we our rack we call them rack funds, random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we awarded over $30,000. And wow. those funds are donated by the community members and college employees. They come from grants wow. through the foundation. So really wow. fantastic. very, very privileged. And we think it's critically important that if a student hits a bump, that we're partners in helping them get over that bump. And I would think the student then would think, wow, this college, this school actually cares. You know, what happens to me? They care to want to keep me. So that's really cool. We hope so, Mm -hmm. because we do care. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our time is uh, running short here. So I know we're going to have you back to talk (laughs) more about the college and other programs. So we'll look forward to that uh, at another time. Uh, Just before we leave, though, you mentioned earlier uh, enrollment is underway now for the next semester. Uh, Yeah, we just started our spring semester just started this week. So it's very Mm -hmm. exciting. Our campus is is humming again with students and faculty. And we will start registering for fall in March. But certainly students, again, like Harris said, can come in any time and sign up for courses. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I should also tell you, as students are underway, one of the things that they have to do is get their textbooks. And many of our students who are getting financial aid will not get that check for a couple of weeks. So this week, we allow students to charge their books all the way through Friday. So if there are any students listening, get in the bookstore, get your books, charge them. And that way, when you get your financial aid, you can pay it, but you're off and ready to go for your classes. So it's great to have everyone back on campus. And we really appreciate you having us here on on the station. Yeah, thank you. Our pleasure. We'll look forward (laughs) to having you back, too.
Looking forward to it. Thanks. Very good. Thanks, you guys. Our guests today, Harris Charlier is the president of Central Lakes College. Paul Primesberger is the dean of enrollment management and student success. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can access Community Focus anytime simply by going to our website at 1067wjjy.com.